Well, hey, how you doing? It's the Hangout. It's your guy, D-Mac. It's cold here, so I got my Trek. Love you guys. I'm a Trek guy, 1,000%. It's my ride. I told the story earlier today, and we'll get to the Russell Wilson stuff here in a second. But, um, you know, I would always prefer to be outside on my bike. But... uh I got a trainer, so I don't have a Peloton. I just have a simple trainer, and it's just a place that you fix your rear wheel. And there's a a wheel on the back, and you can tighten it up to to create the tension and how fast you're going. And then you have a little plastic thing your front wheel sits on. It's just your regular bicycle. And you know, I'm I'm all right for about like an hour or so. After that, it just gets kind of boring, <laughs> to be honest with you, inside. So if you can't really get, you can, you can make it as difficult as you want. An hour is plenty of time just to get a workout in. So I, I ride a lot of days. And uh, today for the first time ever, I, I, I fell over. And the, the, the things that hold the rear wheel together, one of them got loose and, and came unattached. And I just leaned a little bit and the, I literally just toppled over with my shoes clicked into the uh, pedals. Just, Mm. Clutz beyond clutz. So welcome to it. It's Friday. Uh, I don't know where how it's doing in your neighborhood, but it's it's coming down a little bit. It's not heavy heavy snow, but it's cold, man. And the snow is going out sideways. I I also got caught in something embarrassing. Like our producer Dan, who's a great guy, loves reggae music. And the Bob Marley movie came out. And he's going to see it this weekend. I got sneeze. <laughs> and um, they come in twos. Uh, and I said to um, Tyler, well, you know what happened to Bob Marley? And he goes, oh, what? And did he get murdered? And I go, yeah, because I, 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 I really did thought, I did think that Bob Marley got murdered. And our producer, Dan, was like, well, wait a second. He, he didn't get murdered. He had toe cancer. Now, there was an assassination attempt on his life. So there was an attempted murder. I felt like an idiot. What can I tell you? So you learn something new, but that was, that was one of those things that I was like, I, I didn't have doubts about. I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe I should check it out. I don't no, I was like, oh, I know that. I'm a moron. What can I tell you? So maybe I should go see the Bob Marley movie because I, I clearly, I don't know enough about Bob Marley. So I look forward to seeing the movie. Okay. We got a few people watching. We appreciate it. And we love your comments here. This actually doesn't really work if you don't comment. I, I literally, the whole concept of this is just hanging out. But I appreciate if you like and subscribe. And I'll give you the details of the sports talk world in February after the Super Bowl. But we do have a little news. It's come out that Russell Wilson is, the house is basically for sale. So um, I forget how they put it. The Denver Business Insider 
had the story, which is a great story to sniff around something like this. And uh, hold on one second. So, all right, hold on. Okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Zach Stevens from DNVR posted this. That's where I saw it. Zach's great. So let me read from the businessden.com. Thomas Goonley? Uh, The most expensive home ever sold in the Denver area is quietly being shopped around. Denver Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson and Sierra are accepting offers and providing tours to prospective buyers. Oh, my God. My wife and I are moving. Is there any? Oh, my God. Would that be amazing? Hey, Russ, I'd like to see uh, all of your bathrooms. Uh, The couple did not respond to requests for comment made through their foundation. They paid twenty. Uh, they paid twenty-five million for the home, at ten Cherry Hills Park Drive. So now we all know exactly where Russ and Sierra live. Weeks after Wilson was traded, blah 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 blah. The previous record for a Denver area home sale was sixteen million, and Russ paid twenty-five million for this place. So he paid nine million more. You know, I was doing some interesting math the other day, and just based on my life and how we live, me and my wife, try to keep things simple, what we like doing. And I really was trying to figure out like a budget, like what would it cost to live the way I'd like to live until I die in my 90s? And I, believe it or not, came up with $5 million. I'm 54 right now. And I was like, you know, if somehow... I had $5 million to spread out over 40 years. I think I'd be okay to live the rest of my life. <laughs> 5 million bucks for 40 years. He paid $25 million for a home a couple of years ago. The money, and this is, this is why um, the money does matter, okay? This is this is why it matters. And, and this is why I, I don't feel sorry for guys like Russell Wilson if they don't produce on the field and you're critical of them. I, I don't. The, the, the money is extraordinary, and it should be considered part of how they're being evaluated. And I get it. There's billionaire owners and all that, but okay, fine. And I'm not saying he shouldn't get the money or he doesn't deserve it, but I think it is well within reach and fair to be critical of a performance based on how much money you're making. I do. And as a pro athlete whose essence at the end of the day is as an entertainer to the fans, I don't feel sorry for you if if you're having a bad day. I, I don't want any personal tragedies to occur, and I would feel sorry for you for that. But in terms of like being fairly critical, I think that's fair. And the money does matter. And the value that Russ was acquired for matters. It, to me, all matters. And it's been grossly disappointing. 
And whether Sean Payton is a good guy or a bad guy, whatever, for the value that you get paid and what was given up for you, it shouldn't even be a question. We clearly should have somebody who's so dominant that he's winning games and it's a positive thing. And Oh, that's cool, man. Oh, that's a story on ESPN really quick about Volk and Jamal Murray being buddies. And uh, I, I didn't know they were that close. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing that story. Anyways, let me read on. Uh, the 20,000 square foot home on five acres has four bedrooms, 12 bathrooms, his and her walk-in closets, offices and bathroom suites. There's also a 2,590 square foot indoor swimming pool, a basketball court and a guest apartment with its own kitchen. And just goes on to talk about Russ with the Broncos. So there you go. Russ is selling his home. I, I have no idea how much he's willing, what kind of loss he's going to take on it. He already has something like $34 million or whatever it is guaranteed for 2024. The Broncos are on the hook for that already. And the decision is how much money, like $37 million, something like that would be guaranteed in 2025 if he's on the roster March 17th, five days after the new league year starts. So before you feel sorry for Russ about anything, just keep in mind what his life really is all about. Never mind the fact that Sierra is an incredibly successful person on her own. And again, I don't begrudge them. Good for them. They earned it. That's awesome. So I'm not trying to be a hater on anything like way to go. And if they want to make more, they should go for it too. All I'm saying is that when you live in that kind of world, making that kind of money, you also get a lot of scrutiny as well. That's it. But I don't wish ill on them. I think they're a great family. It appears they are. I hope they have tremendous success. By the way, there are odds out this afternoon about, where Russ will take his first snap next year. And the Steelers are minus 110. How about that? It's not even a plus number. So that's how big of a favorite the Steelers are, which is interesting that the odds makers have that kind of belief. I, I take that pretty seriously. So, okay. All right, Russ. Is that it? I mean, it's fine. And And if that's the case, is it a situation where I thought it was ridiculous. I still kind of think it's ridiculous, but I mean, is there a possibility that a trade could be um, part of the equation? Don't know. Okay, let me look at other headlines here real quick as we get going, and I'll get to your comments in just a second. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Ah, um, Tiger Woods shot one over I, this morning. I was like, hey, good for Tiger Woods. Um, Tiger Woods withdraws during round two of Genesis due to illness. What's this? Pulled out of the tournament after hitting his tee shot on the seventh hole. Taken off. Ba -ba -ba, had his head in his hands in frustration. Well, what's going on? Woods battled back spasm in Thursday's opening rounds. Seemed to be having issues again. Was it illness or an injury? 
Uh, was one over after six holes, two over for the tournament. I don't, I don't know if that's that bad. <laughs> after news broke that Woods had withdrawn, fans started head toying the exits. Mm. Guy's had a hard time being healthy. He's 48 years old. Woods said he'd hoped to play at least one tournament a month if his body would allow it. So the lineup presumably would be the Players' Championship in March, the Masters in April, PGA Championship in May, U.S. Open in June, the Open in Scotland in July. So there you go. Not not a lot, but I don't know if he's that hurt, injured, sick. It's it's difficult, man. I feel bad for the dude in terms of, well, wait a second. Do I? No, I don't. <laughs> he's got more money than anybody. Yeah, but I don't want, I don't want, um, Ill, yeah, so I do feel bad because that's, yeah, it's about being sick. The All-Star stuff is going on this weekend. Uh, Vince Carter headlines the finalists for the 2024 Hall of Fame class. Eight-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, played in the NBA for 22 years. Wow, did he really? That is crazy. Well, that's that seems like a no-brainer, right? Other uh, finalists, Chauncey Billups. Oh, man. Uh, Vince Carter, Michael Cooper, Walter Davis, uh, Dick Barnett, Michelle Timms, then Jerry West, Doug Collins. Oh, that's cool. And a uh, big fight this weekend with Volk and some other dude. I'm not a big, I, I don't, I don't like dislike MMA. I'm just not a big like MMA guy. Um, Featherweight Volkanovsky. So Jamal Murray said the other day about what he would be doing. And he said, oh, I see Volk. And I didn't know what the hell he was talking about at the time. Well, you know, this is interesting. Now they're doing a special about Jamal Murray. They're saying that these guys have had friendship for a while. I'm curious how they became pals. Featherweight, that's light. All right, so they come. Oh, wow. It's all about Paul Arena. And Jamal's talking. About, wow, he's so he is friends with Volk. So he's close friends. All right, Jamal's saying he went to Australia. And they caught up in um, Australia. But Jamal's just a big MMA fan, period. So it shows Jamal working out, did MMA stuff growing up, invited him to come down to Australia to just hang out. So they just became friends on a trip to Australia. And Jamal did a little bit of training and hung out. Oh, he did grappling. With Volk. Volk is smaller than me. Jamal's saying he's a better wrestler now. <laughs> That's. Uh, That's pretty funny considering Volk is smaller than me. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny because. 
It's like a little dude just uh, jumping on Jamal Murray. That's <laughs> funny, man. So I didn't. I, uh... And now they're showing Volk playing basketball is terrible. So he's a terrible basketball player. Uh, that's pretty funny. Well, that's cool. I'm glad they're buddies. That's good. That's cool. So, yeah, Jamal said that he would be going to uh, Vegas to see Volk, and I, I did not know they, they were that close of friends. Um, very cool. Very, very cool. Well, I hope Jamal has a restful time in Vegas the best that he can. And that fight is, I assume, yeah, tomorrow at 8 o'clock our time. Ah, we'll know who to root for. Go Volk. All right. Um, let's get to some of your comments about stuff, and uh, we can go from there. Yeah, I, I used to be really into MMA, and I just sort of, like, again, I, I don't dislike it. I just... Um, the degree that I stay involved with it is just, um, it's not out of dislike. It's just, I'm, you know, I don't know. I'll watch this maybe if I can. Who knows? All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, that's why DMAC is the man. Well, I don't know why, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, maybe he wants a bigger house. <laughs> you talk about Russell. Okay. That's funny. Russell. That's funny. If you've ever wanted a house with 12 bathrooms, here's your chance. Who's going to buy? I mean, well, I mean, what are they going to sell the house for? I mean, I know they bought it for $25 million, but what will you sell it for? Isn't that crazy that a piece of property in Denver where most of us, a lot of us live, that there's somewhere down the street that's worth $25 million? And that's another thing. Like, it's like, oh, so you have to buy the most expensive house ever in Denver history. I do have moments when I'm up in um, the mountains because I do love skiing. And some of the best skiing is at some of the fanciest places. And I'm up there, say it's Snowmass, and uh, I'm like, who? Seriously, who are these people? Like you see these homes and you're just like, who who could who could afford this? Who are they? I, I don't know. And they seem to be occupied. Mm -mm. All right, hold on a second. Sending a, a bid to their gonna move from Castle Rock to Cherry Hills. <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. Mr. Mac, how are we on this Friday? Three-day weekend, crack a Corona. There you go. Well, and I got my... I've uh, listened on this weight loss thing that I'm on. And I've. it's kind of weird how your weight just fluctuates up and down. But it's a good flex back up tomorrow. But earlier today, I did hit the 30-pound um, weight loss mark. I did. Now, before I feel comfortable sort of claiming that, you know, you got to know that, again, weight just kind of fluctuates up and down. So it's a little here, a little there, but you're within a range. 
So I, I, I want to be in the middle of that range before I talk about officially um, losing 30 pounds. But it's it's right there. It's right around there. So I don't know about the Coronas, my friend. Maybe not quite yet. But um, once I get, I guess I can say how much, too. It's at 174 right now. And I want to get between 155 and 160. So I, I got some work to do for sure. Um, and I'm going to start triathlon training. The Adventures of the Average Athlete will be back. I'm hoping the Adventures of the Average Athlete starts uh, the beginning of March. I should be under 170 pounds by the beginning of March. And then I will actively start triathlon training. Right now, I'm just sort of doing a little bit of something every single day. I'm just really trying to lose the weight. And I'm not in active, like I'm not doing active weightlifting or um, that sort of thing. But I want to do the Imperial Challenge at Breckenridge in April. And I'll just start, you know, signing up for some things and, and giving it a taste. And I, I want to get back in the pool when I hit, when I get under 170 and I want to start running again when I hit 160. I don't know though if I'll do much running uh, until I get to around 160. But running's tough. Running is tough. All right, hey, DMAC, let's hope we can trade Russ to the Steelers. That would get rid of the 2025 cap hit, correct? Uh, that is a really good question, David. I'm not sure what obligations they would have. I don't know exactly how that would go. Um, I don't know to, to keep it real. It, it certainly would save you cash, but maybe not a lot of cash. Yeah, I would, I would assume it would help you with uh, a certain amount of um, relief, but I, I don't know the exact details. Uh, agree, DMAC. No sympathy for guys making that amount of money. No, not, 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 not in terms of criticism about performance. So I don't, I don't want to get personal or anything. That doesn't really matter. That's, that's bad. And you don't want anything bad happening in anybody's personal life. That's ridiculous. But in terms of like, Hey, should he be the quarterback or I feel bad for him because he got mistreated? No, 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 no. That's performance. Uh, so, you no. Know, different. Uh, what about Rob saying, what about Rob saying you'd be the best car salesman out of all the talent at altitude? Uh, I'd be a terrible car salesman. First of all, I actually have a lot of respect for car salesmen. I have respect for all salesmen. My dad's a salesman or was a salesman in his entire life until he retired. Um, sales to me. I have, I've got nothing but respect for the salespeople that I've worked with in radio for 30 plus years. It's a hard job. Uh, you have to hear no quite often. Um, and good salespeople are great people. So this is not to disparage any salesperson whatsoever. I can do sales. I, I, I think I, I would just suck at it. I don't know. Maybe I'd be okay. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. That's for sure. I don't feel bad for Russell. Okay. He should just hold on to it. Real estate prices will always go up. You think a $25 million investment on a five-acre lot in Cherry Hills Village is a solid investment? Well, what's your pool of people that could be interested in that? 
Uh, feel bad for Russell. Ha ha ha. Bad day isn't even close to my best day. Get lost for us. Go enjoy your millions. Yeah, oh, geez, Anthony. Here's the ad for Bob Marley. He did toe cancer. Should have known that. Screwed that one up. Uh, it's time to move on, go forward, fix the team, and go from there. Time to rebuild. The end, start new and go young. Yeah, Daniel, I, I, I'm feeling more and more similar to that. I still think they should draft a quarterback this year, okay? That doesn't change. That doesn't change. But I think they should draft one 12 or move up, not back. And then I do think they should pick one up in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. They only have six picks. So two picks on quarterbacks likely would lead to a, you know, and, and if you're smart with everybody else, a three to five win season. And that does suck. But you'd be done with Russ and all that stuff. You would, uh, and, and keeping Russ makes no sense if you have no intent of playing him. A lot of people just, oh, we'll just keep him. Well, well that insinuates you got to play him too. And... The one thing the Broncos have going for them more now than ever is that whatever decision is made, it's going to be made with the agreement of ownership, GM, and coach. And, and that is because Sean Payton has the most say. Um, but it's good that Greg Penner will be there just to, you know, check things out. And, you know, Sean Payton will throw in his two cents, but he'll go along. Well, that wasn't the case when George Payton first came on the scene. There's Elway sitting back there, kind of hovering. There's cranky Vic Fangio. Who knows what that guy's thinking? You had um, a scouting staff that was kind of all over the place. And you just said, I'll just take the best player available, which was Sertan. And you just you got yourself in a world of misery. So I'm not assuming that Fangio would have been terrible. But here's the deal. What do you think the conversations were like with Fangio leading up to that moment? I, I bet you anything, George Payton knew that Fangio just was not the right coach for the quarterback, and that was a mistake And just hanging on to Fangio. Just move on from him. But it's difficult to do because Fangio was part of the hiring committee to hire George Payton. It's a rough one. You get hired by somebody and say, well, let's get rid of that guy. And so everybody was being too polite. Everybody was being too nice. And, and now you really don't have to bother with that because it's done. It's done. It's all done. It's all done. They tried it. It didn't work out. And now you can start from scratch. The only thing that will be disappointing to me is if they don't use that 12th pick one way or the other on a quarterback. That's it. No matter who else they pick out, hey, man, for whatever reason, you as an organization decided this is the way to go. Now, if they decide that's not the way to go, then I'll be disappointed. And I'll, I'll think they would have misplayed their possible hand. I'll, I'll think that they're trying to win with the middling quarterback. And that's what the Seahawks are doing with um, Geno Smith as they guaranteed his $12.7 million. Did I mention I only need $5 million to, to live for the rest of my life if, if, if I make it to my mid-90s? Uh, who your rookie quarterback, hopefully, right now for the Broncos? Um, 
well, I just said, like, I'm not picky here. I'll I'll let the group decide and I'll be fine with it. So it's McCarthy, Knicks, or Penix. And I I believe there can be more than one for sure. You don't have to pick just one. It doesn't have to be just one. And whoever they pick, they're inevitably going to love. That's another crazy batshit idea. Like, uh, well, you got to love them. There is nobody ever in the history of the draft that was picked at 12 or higher that wasn't loved by the team that picked them. Never. It, it goes without saying. If you're going to poop, you should do it in a toilet. Uh, no kidding. All-Star Weekend, I know you're excited, LOL. Yeah, well, uh, uh-huh. I think there's a celebrity All-Star game going on right now. In fact, let's see. Because you know I got my Fubo on. I got ESPN. Oh, it's starting at 5 o'clock on ESPN. So I can give you some play-by-play. -play. Would I get in trouble for play-by-play -play of the NBA all-Star Celebrity Game. This is getting going like, what time is it? This is getting going like right now. I don't even know who's playing. Oh, we get a little watch along. We get a little watch along of the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game. Well, you know what? That is big news. Let me update the banner. Let me just edit that real quick. Uh, Hangout Live. Uh, All-Star Celebrity Game Watch Along. Wow. Well, I'll give you a nickel if you can tell me anybody who's actually in this game. There you go. Look at the headline there. We literally covered all on Kill You With Truth. Poop in a toilet. <laughs> uh, why is everyone so down on Penix? Is it just an injury stuff? I think so. Yeah. Meep. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Yeah. So the con he is he is nowhere to be found in the mock drafts these days. Nowhere. Here we go. All star celebrity game. Oh, my God. Oh, Stephen A is a coach here. Stephen A is coaching the celebrities. The Ruffles All-Star Celebrity Game. Oh, it is snowing in Indy. Wow. That doesn't look good. Whoa, it is really snowing. Oh, Shannon Sharp against Stephen A. All right, we got Micah Parsons. We got Stroud. Jennifer Hudson. Is she playing? All right. Oh, is that Kyle? Is that Kyle Speller doing the announcing here? God, it kind of sounds like Kyle. Yeah, that's not him. Sound sound a little bit like him.
Jennifer Hudson. Is Jennifer Hudson playing in the game? JB Smooth. Wait, Jennifer Hudson's playing in this game? Well, they're making the game look pretty hype. God, I think Jennifer Hudson's playing in the game. Cassidy Hubbard, never heard of her. But... I'm, I'm sorry, the watch along's a little slow to begin. I'm just curious who's playing in the game. Vic didn't get invited to the All-Star Celebrity Game. Apparently not. Him and Mello are having fun. All right, they're doing the intros here, I hope. Is this going to take forever? I probably should have just looked it up online, right? Uh, what would it take to move up to nine to grab a quarterback? That's a good question. I think if you switched 12 to nine and gave him a first round pick, you could get it done, but all right, we're going to meet the stars of the game. Tim Sinclair is the announcer. Okay. Not Kyle Speller. Here come a bunch of mascots and average Joes. So God, are any of our average Joes there? Oh, that is. That's big sexy. That's some of the Denver. So wait a second. Jamal Murray's not the all-star game, but some of our average Joes are. Big sexy's there. That's crazy. Holy cow. The Denver average Joes are at the all-star game. Hey, way to go, big sexy. That's awesome. All right, 50 Cent is an assistant coach. Micah Parsons. Oh, the guy who played Magic Johnson on Winning Time, Quincy Isaiah, he was great. Uh, yeah, he's not really 6'9". Connor Daly, you ever hear of him, a race car driver? Well, how, how good could he be if he's not at Daytona right now? Okay, uh, race car driver who's not... Okay. WNBA champion, Jewel Lloyd. She's known as the Gold Mamba, two-time WNBA champ. All right. I'm sure she's good. All right. It's a YouTube star. Kai Sanant was the 2023 streamer of the year. How did I lose out on that? <laughs> Dylan Wang has 20 million social media followers. I've never heard of him. Have you? Uh, this is a singer. Sir. God, I am. 
wildly out of touch. All right, country music star Walker Hayes. I am struggling right now, folks. Walker Hayes looks like he lives in a cabin in Michigan somewhere. Oh, Puka Nakua. Well, I know Puka Nakua. Last time I saw him, he was at the Pro Bowl. He was, he was uh, catching footballs on a wakeboard. Uh, another pop star I've never heard of before. Unwell. Okay. Lily Cinch is a host, comedian, actress, and a writer. Never heard of her. And Shannon Sharp is the head coach. Well, I know, like, I can't believe that's big sexy. Look at big, look at the average Joes from Denver on the, that's awesome. All right, and Shannon's a coach. Uh, I have no idea if he's going to yell at somebody's father wearing a cardigan. I guess Micah Parsons is kind of interesting here. Um, they announced that at the Nuggets game last Sunday. Ah, I didn't catch it, man. That's cool, though. The average Joes. Dude, I'm so pumped. It's, it's kind of weird, but. Asia Wilson is the assistant coach for Stephen A. Well, I've heard of Asia Wilson, but she's not playing. Oh, McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman's playing? Oh, that's kind of cool. Dude, McCole Hardman, uh, he, I, I don't know who else is playing, but I'm going to put him as an early MVP favorite. Meta World Peace is playing? Wait a second. Wait, wait. Well, Meta World Peace is a real player. Well, what the hell's going? Meta World Peace. Oh, Tristan Jass, I love him. Uh, well, he is a real. Tristan Jass is a shorter dude, but he is—he really can ball. He's a very good basketball player. Jack Ryan is a basketball entertainer. I don't know what that means. That's cool. I know. Well, I'm rooting for this team for sure. AJ McLean's the Backstreet Boys. Oh, I love I love Stephen A's team. AJ McLean right on. The Backstreet Boys are back. A chef. Kwame. You know what? You know what's so funny? I find myself strangely propelled to actually watch this. I'm going to record this at least. Ah, well, here's a like a legit WNBA player, Natasha Cloud. Well, this this team it seems to have like real players. Uh, Adam Blackstone. Actually, 
Songwriter and director. That does sound familiar. This looks like a little bit of an older guy. Good luck. Don't die. CJ Stroud? CJ Stroud's on this? They got McCole Hardman and CJ Stroud? <laughs> Wait a second here. Oh, this team should, Stephen A's team should win by a hundred. Italian high jumper. An Italian high jumper. Dude, this guy's got to be 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, and he's an Italian high jumper? He's the tallest guy they got. Jennifer Hudson is playing basketball? Did you know Jennifer Hudson could play basketball? Well, I mean, I love Jennifer Hudson. I had no idea she could play basketball. Well, good for her. Okay. Wouldn't you like to see Stephen A. actually play? Oh, come on. I know he can't throw a baseball. That'd be fun to watch Stephen A. actually try to play. All right, I'm strangely interested in this game. I mean, they're a little short. This, Well, they're short, too. Oh, my God. I think Stephen A's team is going to kill Shannon Sharp's team. I think they're going to kill them. All right, I, I know I sound like an idiot that I'm pumped for the celebrity game. Okay, that's pretty funny, man. Pretty funny. All right, I'll get back to some of your questions here. Uh, DMAC, we love you, period. After you speak to tens of thousands on the radio, why do you still hang out here late on a Friday? I don't know, man. I'm trying to get this channel going um, to be a little bit more serious. Uh, I, I, I think, listen, the radio stuff is fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, period. So I want to do terrestrial radio as long as anybody will have me. I love it. I love the immediacy of it, the conversation. Uh, there's a competitive nature to it. Um, get your juices going. I, I just love it. I love being with the team. All that being said, I, I think this is such a creative space. I think it's so different. I don't think it really competes with terrestrial radio. I don't. But more and more, obviously, you can bring something from your phone into your car. So um, I just want to be update, updated on the spaces that exist. So it's a little tiring sometimes. I'm not going to lie. And, and in the month of February, um, it is a little tricky. That, that is also true, too. Uh, but that's, 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 but I have found how to do it and I fully intend to have other people join me. It's DMAC and friends. And right now it looks like I have no friends, which may be right. It's better DMAC speak here. Otherwise he'd just be talking to himself while hyping up the celebrity game. You may be right. I could be sitting there. I probably would have the same reaction. Do you stay in touch with hosts from the other station? Uh, yes. Yep, I do. I don't want to get them in trouble, though. So I'll, um, 
I'll, I'll, I'll keep names out of it to protect the innocent. But yes, I do. I do. DMAC is a man of the people. Well, ain't no doubt about that. Thank you. Appreciate it. See what else we got here. Do, do, do. Uh, what do you think if the Broncos, if the Broncos do trade Russ, what are they going to get in return? Oh my God, Jacob, nothing. But they'll they'll get relief on the salary and the cap to a degree. And I mean, it's um, what will they get for him? Uh, not much. No, I mean it's it's what you'd be taking on if right now it just feels like it's a one man, a one one horse race with the Steelers with Russ. I think you would take whatever you could get. But offloading him and not just cutting him or a June 1st, um, a post-June 1st designation would be amazing. So if they can do it, they would, seriously, it would be virtually anything. Okay. Let's see anything. Um, <laughs> hope your recovery from the horrific bike accident is going well. Dairy man, that is funny. 10-minute quarters, running clock until last two minutes of each quarter. 24-second shot clock, one timeout per half. Ruffles crunch time activated by captains. Uh, oh, there's a, there's a Ruffles line. I don't know what that does. There's a big Ruffles thing. It's like we got... Um, I don't know who's calling the game. Richard Jefferson, for sure. I don't know who the other two people are. Ryan Rocco and Monica McNutt. And Richard Jefferson. Well, enjoy the game. By the way, my... Uh... My my big bike accident, if you missed it earlier, is I was on a, a my bike, my road bike, and I've got a, a trainer, which isn't anything fancy at all. It just holds the back wheel, and then you put the front wheel on this just little plastic thing. It holds it in place. And unbeknownst to me, one of the pl places that secures the, the real axle of the bike came loose, and I just kind of, you know, you pedal. And I just started leaning to the left. I started leaning to the left and I'm falling slowly and I can't unclick. And I just. Tristan Jass, this dude can play basketball. Tristan Jass is unreal in terms of his handle and what he can do. Um, he probably should be the MVP of this game. He can literally beat anybody one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, his videos are cool. He's just short. He's a short dude. That's his biggest handicap. But he's a real hooper. That's all he does is hoop. He's, he's a really cool follow on YouTube. Super cool follow. So I've, I've watched a ton of his videos. Anyways, this is get going, and, and perhaps it's a good time for me to tap out and say goodbye and enjoy the rest of the weekend. So the schedule for the rest of the weekend, I'm pumped to just dig into this celebrity game, is um, 
The Avs have uh, a practice tomorrow at Family Sports. Oh, God, you know, I got to hear this Jennifer Hudson thing real quick. Hold on. Hold on. And, wow. Oh, she stinks. Oh, well, she had a shot. So she's doing this as... She's one of 19 people to win a Tony, Emmy, Oscar, and Grammy. So she's got a TV show, so this is um shtick. I wonder if she'll just start singing. <clears throat> they showed her some highlights. She's absolutely terrible. That's funny. She just does the interview and then she takes a shot, and just totally bricks it. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Anyways, tomorrow I'll be out with the Avalanche at Family Sports. They don't practice till 11 a.m., so we'll see how they're doing. Um, and then there is no morning skate on Sunday because the game is at 4 o'clock. Uh, oh, they're interviewing the guy who plays Magic Johnson. Let's see. God, he really looks like Magic Johnson. It's crazy. He is not 6'9", though. How tall is he? He might be 6'1". Okay, I love you. Thank you. Be with the abs. It's kind of an avalanche weekend here. And then we're doing a lot of uh, house-moving stuff in my personal life. So my goal is to not be a lazy ass and move a few things around here. And now they're talking to Micah Parsons and C.J. Stroud. All right, I'm curious. You got me. You got me. I'm watching. You got me. I want to see the Celebrity All-Star Game. I'll talk to you tomorrow on social media. We'll be covering the abs top to bottom on Sunday. And, um, and happy President's Day. Kill you with truth. Thank you.